Hello, my name is Andrew Laposha, and welcome to the Twilight Years. On today's episode, we will be discussing the death and final years of cartoonist Charles Schultz. Charles Schultz is perhaps the most famous cartoonist who ever lived. He created the Peanuts comic strip. That's really all you need to know about him. The characters of Charlie Brown, Snoopy, Linus, Peppermint Patty, and many more, that was all him. Peanuts may very well be the most successful comic strip of all time. Beginning in 1950, it ran for 50 years and was in over 2,600 newspapers in 75 countries. In all, there were 17,897 strips and was dubbed as arguably the longest story ever told by one human being. Not only was it successful in the newspapers, but it did well in other mediums. They appeared in feature films, merchandise, a Broadway musical, and of course, TV specials. The Charlie Brown Christmas Special, which first aired in 1965 and has aired annually ever since. Charles Schultz, nicknamed Sparky by family and friends, made a lot of money. He had a net worth of over $1 billion, putting him on par with the Beatles and Elvis Presley. Charles Schultz was a brilliant mind, and he worked right up until the end. On the morning of July 1st, 1981, Sparky awoke to a tightening feeling in his chest. He chalked it up to sleeping crooked the night before and assumed it would go away soon. But as he got dressed and made his way to the kitchen for breakfast, the pain continued. His wife Jeannie thought he would feel better once he got going. He got in the car to drive to the studio, still in pain. He debated turning around and going back home. He took a few deep breaths, which helped temporarily. As he began to work, the pain began again. Sparky called his doctor, Dr. Lundborg, whose nurse told him to come to his office right away. After some tests, the doctor told Sparky to call a cardiologist who told him to go straight to the hospital. The test showed that one of his arteries was completely closed and some others were 50 to 90% blocked. Dr. Lundberg told him he had to undergo quadruple bypass surgery or give up ice hockey, golf, and tennis, all activities he enjoyed. Sparky thought it over for a month and then decided to go ahead with the surgery. He entered Santa Rosa Memorial Hospital on the afternoon of September 1st with a surgery set for the next morning. Jeannie left that night to get some rest at home. As Sparky was alone in the hospital room, he began to panic. He knew he didn't have to go through with it. He could have backed out and just lived a mild life forever. He seriously considered it, but he eventually made peace with the idea of surgery. After the surgery, Sparky spent eight days in the hospital. President Ronald Reagan, a longtime fan of his work, personally called Sparky with his well wishes. The surgery left him with pronounced tremors in the hand he normally drew with. After the fourth night, he picked up a felt-tip pen that a nurse had left him. She had kept asking him to draw something on the wall sometime before he left. He hated this suggestion, saying, I am not one who goes around drawing pictures on the wall. Suddenly, it came to him to draw something. He drew a sequence that showed Snoopy recovering from his own surgery, but having trouble regaining his lung power. The drawing showed him making three balls rise to the top of a spirometer. Then they collapsed, with Snoopy showing signs of both exhaustion and contentment. Schultz made a full recovery from his surgery, though by the middle of the 1980s, he privately thought about retirement. He said he thought about it every day. His hands were getting shakier. Sometimes he had to hold his wrists in order to draw. This led to rumors that he might have had Parkinson's disease. 
Despite shaky hands, he kept working, though it would take him longer to draw. By the mid-1990s, sometimes friends would call and notice that he sounded depressed about growing gold. One interviewer asked Sparky if he was growing gold gracefully, to which he replied, No, I'm fighting it. He was scared of getting old. On Thanksgiving Day 1997, Sparky was 75 years old and he announced he was taking a break, the first one he had taken in 47 years. His explanation was that his wife noticed he had been a little jumpy. He took a five-week hiatus that lasted until New Year's and reruns were shown in the papers during this time. However, he was back into his regular routine very quickly. He would often wake up in the middle of the night with a new idea. By the third week, he had snuck back to work and was working at his normal pace. Sparky often drew and wrote his comics a couple months in advance. On November 16, 1999, he had been working on what would be the daily strip for December 31st of that year, and he had already drawn but had not yet written the strip for January 1st. He was having a difficult time with this particular strip. The third panel shows Charlie Brown sitting on a beanbag with his feet pointing upward. The feet are all you can see of him. Sparky was having a difficult time with this particular panel, and he decided to call it a day and finish it later. He took the strips down the hall to the office of Paige Braddock, his creative director, whose job it was to fill in the words for his strips. As he reached her office, he dropped the strips he had in his hand. As he bent down to pick them up, he experienced a shortness of breath and told Paige he felt strange. Sparky was rushed by ambulance to Memorial Hospital in Santa Rosa, where it was discovered he had a blocked abdominal aorta. He also had a small stroke. During surgery to clear the blockage, cancer was found in his colon. He was placed in the ICU and chemotherapy began. The doctor told his family that they removed what they could, but the sad reality was that he had maybe a year or two to live. Suddenly, his vision and appetite started to wane. He was very upset that it was happening so quickly. He was moved out of intensive care on November 19th. He lamented to his cousin that he wanted to go back to life before he was famous. On one day during his hospital stay, he drew shaky sketches of Linus and Snoopy. He spent Thanksgiving Day and his 77th birthday in the hospital. Sparky was discharged on November 30th, and soon after, he went to the arena where the Peanuts Holiday Ice Show was playing. While there, he met Stephen Pastis, who had just created a new comic strip called Pearls Before Swine that was in development with United Media. When he asked Pastis how many papers he was in, Pastis replied that he wasn't in any yet. Sparky said, I hope it gets a good launch. I started in seven papers. Pastis said, that must be hard to make a living in seven papers. Sparky said, it's never about the money. Then he broke down and cried. At the ice show, he grew tired and got up to leave during intermission. Those who saw him get up applauded. This showed him what a strong emotional connection he had to his audience. As he left, he said to Pastis, that's what you need to do. You do that. You do that for the next 50 years. If you're like me and you wanted to start a podcast, but were not very tech-savvy, you wouldn't have known what to do. Then I heard about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. At home, he continued to be emotional. He was feeling the effects of the stroke. He would start to form a sentence, but be unable to finish, and then he would get frustrated. His vision was also getting affected. 
A week later, he suffered a blood clot in his right leg. Though the clot was able to be dissolved, he couldn't eat and was getting dehydrated. This left him depressed. On December 14th, Sparky announced that he would be retiring in January. He stated that he wanted to focus on his treatment and recuperation from colon cancer without worrying about a deadline. Almost immediately, mail and flowers poured into his studio. He received so many letters and internet posts about how much he and Peanuts meant to them. Sparky was overwhelmed with emotion. Just a few days before Christmas, Al Roker came to visit him to film an interview segment for the Today Show. A previous interview with Roker was filmed in August and coincidentally aired the day he collapsed at his studio. Jeannie suggested filming the interview at his studio, but Sparky objected, saying, No, that's over. Schultz looked very gone in the interview, and the difference between it and the August one was very obvious. Sparky stated, I never dreamed this would happen to me. I always had the feeling that I would stay with the strip until I was in my early 80s, but all of a sudden, it's gone. I did not take this away from me. Then he paused and said, this was taken away from me. One popular running gag in the Peanuts cartoon strip was where Lucy held a football for Charlie Brown to kick. As he runs up to kick it, she pulls the ball away and he lands on his back. At one point, Sparky was asked if for the last strip would Charlie Brown finally get to kick the ball. He replied, oh no, definitely not. That would be a terrible disservice to him after nearly half a century. Shortly after Christmas, he was hospitalized with another blood clot. Friends visited him and commented that he seemed angry that his life was near its end. He felt he never accomplished everything he wanted. Sparky received his Sunday paper on February 6. When he saw his strip in the paper that day, he was very pleased with how it looked. He felt that he had finally gotten it exactly the way he wanted it. On February 11th, Sparky had enough energy to go skating with his daughter Jill and his friend Gail Delaney. The next day, February 12, 2000, Jeannie went to attend a play during the afternoon and Sparky stayed behind to watch golf with a couple of his friends. Later that day, Jill picked him up to take him to her house for dinner. He watched a hockey game on TV but grew drowsy. He was having difficulty eating. After dinner, Jill took him home. As he got home, he experienced some tightness in his chest. A doctor who lived nearby showed up to take his pulse, as did Sparky's son, Monty. Sparky threw up twice, and after that, he felt a little better. Nausea is a common side effect of chemotherapy, and it was assumed that was the reason he threw up. His oncologist was called, and he suggested that Sparky get some rest. As Jill left his house, he said he didn't think he was going to make it, but she assured him he would. When Monty left, Sparky commented on a novel his son was working on, saying, Keep going. Finish your book. Jeannie went to lay down with him and held him. She then went to go do some kitchen work, and Sparky said he was going to lay on his side as that was more comfortable. When she got back, he was on his back with his eyes closed. Charles Schultz died at the age of 77. When Sparky was in the hospital two months earlier, he called Paige Braddock and told him what he wanted his final strip to be. His final daily started with Charlie Brown on the phone saying, No, I think he's writing. However, he planned to include that panel in his last Sunday strip as well. Pictures of the characters were put in the strip as well as a note from Sparky which read, Dear friends, I have been fortunate to draw Charlie Brown and his friends for almost 50 years. It has been the fulfillment of my childhood ambition. Unfortunately, I am no longer able to maintain the schedule demanded by a daily comic strip. My family does not wish Peanuts to be continued by anyone else, therefore I am announcing my retirement. I have been grateful over the years for the loyalty of our editors and the wonderful support and love expressed to me by fans of the comic strip. Charlie Brown, Snoopy, Linus, Lucy, how can I ever forget them? 
The morning after Sparky's death, the news was announced to the public and his final strip appeared in the paper. He had died just hours before the final strip was to be published. Because his strips were drawn weeks in advance, he had predicted that his strip would outlive him, and it did by just a few hours. Even though Sparky had it in his contract that no new strips were to be produced after his death, he allowed television specials to be produced. A feature film was also released in 2015. Peanuts is still vastly popular. The Charlie Brown Christmas special runs annually on network TV every year and is watched by millions of viewers. Peanuts reruns appear in strips all over the world. New generations are always discovering Peanuts. It's a timeless franchise. Thank you all for listening to The Twilight Years. Please don't forget to subscribe. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. The links are included in the description of this episode. If possible, leave me a review. If you have any requests for somebody you would like to see talked about on this podcast, let me know and I will do my best to get to them. Thanks again for listening. My name is Andrew Laposha, and I will see you next time.